This is Channel 253 Sports. Yo pues mi gente, ¿cómo están? Aquí el rolo del noroeste con ustedes en el mejor podcast de la ciudad de Tacoma, Flounders BT, mi gente, síganlo. In 2004, 30 years after the birth of the Seattle Sounders, a crack podcasting unit was sent to prison by a federal court for a crime they didn't commit. These men and women promptly, well, eventually, escaped from a minimum security luxury prison camp to the Tacoma Underground. Today, still wanted by the Timbers Army for dropping trow in front of Jeltwin, they survive as supporters of fortune. If you need a hot take, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Flounders BT. Hey everybody, this is Steve, and you are listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. We are on location today at... Luis Panes Empanadas in South Tacoma, new place, been open up uh, for four months. They've been actually operating for about 10 years, uh, supplying empanadas to, uh, to, to stores and to restaurants uh, all across the South Sound. And uh, they opened a storefront here in Tacoma, uh, 56th and South Tacoma Way, 5640 South Tacoma Way. Uh, Luis Panes, this place is absolutely amazing. Uh, they're mostly empanadas. They also have some... Uh, I like smash plantain kind of dishes uh, with uh, with uh, chicken, beef, uh, cheese. I got a Hawaiian empanada that's really awesome, and this place is great. And we're here because we were invited by our very good friend, the best. Uh, I don't know. I think he's the the best uh, uh, scouting reporter for No Sarietis, certainly, and uh, for North and Central and South America. So we are here with El Rolo Noroeste, Nico Moreno. How you doing, buddy? Hey, just happy to be back here in, you know, not my home, but at least I must have a guest room somewhere here yeah. in the Flounders B team. You always got so, a bed in my place, baby. <laughs> excited <laughs> to be here. And yes, you know, uh, always uh, with, with the scoops, obviously uh-huh. it's been a, a slow and silent, very quiet uh, winter window, as yeah. I think most of us expected. But yes, right here, just ready to talk some sounders, well, baby. We expected, but we, 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 we expected, but we hoped better. But um, Tim over there. Uh, I'll wait till he's done chowing on his empanada. Hey, girl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I gotta tell you guys, if you, if you guys get a chance to come out here, I mean, it's it's, it's a great place. No, talk it up, talk in, it up. In the, yeah. in, the, in the weekends, you know what they have? Uh, uh, real Colombian, Dude. authentic food. You know, uh-huh. they don't do it every day, but every day got empanadas. Yeah, the best in town. They I got mean, this, you gotta come try this them out. Plate. I I tried to order it. It's uh, it. Uh, they call it the bandeja paisa. Bandeja paisa. That's and right. it's holy cow. It looks amazing. Thank you. Thank you. And now you. they're just giving us some uh, platanos, some patacones, but it's just like platanes mm-hmm. with a little bit of meat and cheese. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, that's, it's just delicious. I mean, you, you got to come try it out. Yeah. And you know what? Look, if you if you come down here to Luis Panes and you take a photo with some empanadas and you tag me on Twitter, I will give you guys a signed item that I have Hidden in my house uh, oh. for you guys to have. Like also, you, you'll, like your signature or somebody else's signature? Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a sounder, a sounder player, somebody famous. Gracias. Thank you, Luis. Luis. Thank you, Luis. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> Definitely not my signature. That is a, that's a very good, very good point, my friend. I will sign anything. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. Roman Torres. It's a Roman Torres item. If oh you, if wow! So if you guys wow. come by, get some Luis Panas empanadas. You tag me on on Twitter. Say that you're here, and I will get that to you somehow. Wow. Do you have anything in a double X? 
<laughs> no, 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 I, I don't. I want to wear it. <laughs> no, it's, it's not a shirt, but it's an item. It's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, this place is great. Uh, Luis Panes Empanados, 5640 South Tacoma Way. Uh, just uh, hosting here and just really excited to be here. And I'm smelling the carne coming off of these. These. Uh, I'm sorry, that's the, that's the chicken. And it looks like it's been marinated for about 87 days. It looks so good, so I can't wait to, 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 to jump into this. But we're here for football, right? We're here for the oh, soccer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, we're here for the and I, I want I mean, to talk about the transfer window a little bit up top, if Absolutely. you can. And, yeah, and go it. ahead and chew. I, no, I can no, edit it. out. I can fix the chewing in post. <laughs> but um, so, I, you know, I had a little bit of hope that we were going to fill out uh, some of those empty positions. And... Um, you know, I, I think that the, the success uh, early on, the first, uh, what, eight matches undefeated, nine matches? Wait, how many matches we played? Holy cow. Uh, it's been six. Because we okay. uh, didn't play the Colorado yep. game. So, yeah, we're, we're at, uh, what, 16 points out of 18 in our first six matches. Uh, basically, first place in the West except for LAFC. Right. And, uh, and we're going to play them here shortly. But... Has that success, do you think, impacted uh, the will to maybe fill some of those slots? Yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, the coaching staff and Garth Lagerway, Chris Henderson, they're very comfortable with the way things are going right now. Um, this team has shown that due to the fact that they uh, have a team that's together, that knows how to play, that is basically telepathical in the way they do their one touches across the left side specifically with Brad Smith coming across with that overlap run and uh, Rodriguez pushing inside uh, guys coming in off the bench you got Roman Torres you got Han Walla Juan, uh, Juan who's a very good player who come in off the bench well, Will he, Bruin we producing yeah. so I think that all of that they feel like with this team, they can hold off and get what they really want to get in the summer, in which I got quite a few leads of some very good players. Mm. So it's coming. So the idea is typically, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. And we've always been, well, I think Garth has always put more energy into the summer transfer window to try to yeah. take it take a sample size of what's been going on and then what holes do we need to fill. Yeah, and I guess it's unreasonable of us to expect a change from past behavior with the Sounders anyway, well, right? I mean, I mean, at this point, we're, we're still in first place, and we're firing in all cylinders, yeah. so why? why? Yeah. And you guys also got to take into fact that, I mean, I know we all want that big news, but this sure. team has been developing and being constructed the right way. So you already got your two main DPs in Raul Ridias and mm -hmm. uh, Nicolas Lodero. You got uh, Victor Rodriguez, who's playing at a DP level at a TAM price. And you got players like Christian Roldan who are coming up and doing their job. Jordan Morris oh has God. been useful. So just everything's just working out to the point that if you got these certain players, you can go ahead and hold off and get the DP you want and maybe a TAM player here in the upcoming window. There are, you know, some uh, places where I would like to slot somebody. You know, it could be another winger. It could be another striker. Sometimes people wonder uh, what would happen if, you know, hopefully. Hopefully it doesn't happen, but if Raul Ridias needs some time off or anything like that, and uh, Will Bruin uh, taking all the load, who's there after Will Bruin, you know? There's got to be somebody who's been right there behind Will Bruin, so maybe a striker as well, you know? Yeah, so if you're Chris Henderson uh, right now, uh, Nico, who are, who are you looking at as far as uh, 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 that DP slot, and what role do you think that DP slot's going to play? I think they're looking for a... Uh, 
a six uh, or an eight, a center defensive midfielder, uh, somebody that is going to come in and just put it all together. What is this? Just dropping oh, that, more that food is off. An oh, yeah, there's, oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, man, that, that is really, really <laughs> Don't talk anymore. Let I'm sorry, Nico. It. Go, go, go. Do oh, your th thing. Talk food. Or that is an arepa uh, with some plantains, cheese, and some marinated chicken. Uh, oh. That is some delicious stuff right there. You're, I, you're getting yourself a loaded arepa right to your face. I think we can uh, uh, do a spinoff from oh. Taco Man and be Empanada Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and, I mean, it's like just I'm going to take a picture of this and post it. But oh, yeah. holy cow, this thing, it's like a, a super thick tortilla. And it's it's just covered with, like he said, the shredded chicken, shredded marinated chicken, about 87 pounds of avocado, about a pound and a half of uh, of uh, quesa. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, what is the What kind of cheese is it's that? It's cheese. Do you know if that's a specific type of cheese? Mm. Mozzarella. Mm. Mozzarella, and then and then the strips of, of this beautiful marinated uh, chicken on top. So, is that chicken, is that oh, oh, that's plantain and then chicken in the bottom. Oh, no, it's the so good. Hold on one sec. I'm going to take a picture of this. Anyway, so I interrupted your thought because no, right. I was no, amazed I mean, you, you, by this amazing food. You go ahead and, and love that food. That's why I'm here. That's oh, why I wanted to do it here. You look know. Look at that. Oh, I want, yeah. So, uh, and that's basically that. That's it. I mean, I know for a fact that. We're mm. looking for a box-to-box -box midfielder or a, mm -hmm. or a or a or a solid six uh, to complement maybe Jordan Morris. You know, Gustav Benson is of mm -hmm. age and you know could potentially be off after this season. I think they're thinking long term. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that's I like, what they're looking for. I like the idea of an of an of an eight, an, an Ozzy Alonso type uh, type of player because I mean we've got Gustav and we've got Christian. Uh, Christian's really versatile, and if we don't it, it, the drop off uh, between. Uh, between Svensson and, say, Jordy Dellum, uh, we've talked about on the show a little bit, is not great. <laughs> That's a difficult drop-off to make. Absolutely. And and having some depth there and allowing maybe Christian to, to, to do more utility play and show his versatility for, you know, future men's national team work or, or whatever sounds great to me. And Gustav could be volleyball in other places. Yeah. I mean, uh, we are in the uncertainty yeah. of the Ramon Torres era. You know, it could be the end of his time here in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, he wants to be here. He wants to compete. But we all know that Ramon is the type of player that wants to be a starting player. Yeah, Kim Ki he has done a great job. You know, he mm -hmm. is a uh, battle for that position. Uh, so if by June... There is no change on the way things are right now. There's a big, big potential that Roman could maybe go. Do you suppose so, they're fielding calls right now? I mean, are they taking calls for anybody right now? Do you, do you think that anybody's uh, not necessarily being shopped, but are, are there questions like, hey, uh, what are the chances that he will be available kind of questions? Yeah, no, knowing Gard Lagerway, he's always told me I always take calls. Okay. Like, I'm <laughs> always willing to listen to somebody. You know, it's not. It does, that doesn't mean that we're going to ship a player. Mm -hmm. But I think Roman Torres is a player that if someone was to call and say, hey, this is how much uh, we want, uh, he has no uh, – he would leave free. There's no transfer fee for because him. Because he's inside of six months? Uh, or? I, because there's just no clause on his contract oh. after he renewed two years. And that contract is up in December. So it would only be, yes, six months essentially. So if a team was to call and say, hey, oh we'd be willing to pay you uh, the remainder of his contract and you let him go, that could be all part of, of, of talks. MLS-wise, uh, he has a lot of uh, Colombian teams that are very flirty with him because he <laughs> is an idol down there. 
Millonarios, Santa Fe, Equidad, all these teams, they would they would not mind having a player like Ramon. And he's got like a Michael Jordan type statue outside of the Panama. Yeah. And he's a great guy, man. Believe you me, that is, you know he's bigger than than life sometimes, you know. So and everybody would be be willing to ha have a guy like that play. And honestly, Colombian soccer is not as dynamic. It's not as quick. I think he would really play well down there because he's so physical, so strong, so smart. So I, yeah. I just wanted to see him lay into Josie. Me, me just too. Once. I wanted to see him play. I want him to start against Toronto. I did. We may not see that. Not, uh, they're not going to be in the Open Cup. It's a Canadian team. That is very true. We'd we might to, not see that. They have to meet in the finals again. Yeah. It's the only time those two will ever meet again in the next, I guess, 12 months. But Absolutely. So, yeah, basically, uh, the, the team does have that type of depth. So I think that does play uh, into why it's been so quiet, why there is no rush uh, to, you know, bring anybody in. Uh, but there are some spots that we could use some help in, you know. Um, so, yeah. And we, we saw him play with Tacoma Defiance mm -hmm. against uh, yeah. Sacramento Republic. He did very well. He took it uh, very lightly. I talked to him right after the game. He was happy to just play 90 minutes, mm -hmm. happy to uh, coach his young players. Uh, he looked good uh, effort-wise, like he wasn't taking off any plays. I mean, he wanted to be out there, so that was good to see from him. How's his English? Uh, it's okay. Uh, it's choppy. It's not. It's not Ladero or Victor good, but but he can hang in there. And I mean, can you communicate? You know, communicate with the rest of your back line and maybe your. your oh yeah, easy. Defenders. No, that, yeah, that's different. Soccer no, he, stuff is all his easy. terminology is on point when it comes to being back there. Uh, and you know, he's he's going to let you know sign wise and everything. But yeah. So have you heard anything about uh, uh, speaking of that Sacramento game? It was a couple few weeks ago, um, and and. We've had a, a few games since then that didn't turn out so well uh, because we didn't have those first-team players yeah. kind of boosting the performance there. Do you have any insight as to uh, what morale looks like at uh, Defiance right now? I, I do not. Okay. Uh, I, I truly don't, do not. Mm. I think that they're... There's a lot going on at, at one time for Tacoma Defiance. Mm -hmm. You have guys like Danny Leva and Ocampo going to play GA Cup. You know, right now they're out mm -hmm. there. They're in the final. Fantastic. David Brieber played 1-0, which was amazing. They just beat West Ham 4-0. Uh, so, you know, there's so many different factors that are moving and rotating that uh, there is that feel that maybe Tacoma's getting the short end of the stick a little bit at this time. Uh, I know Garth wants to be uh, competitive there. It's just hard to do at this time. And maybe, just maybe, if you bring a couple of players in in the summer window, yeah. then you'd be willing to maybe bring down more of those first-team players to get more minutes down there. 100%. So, and, and we've heard this at the beginning. Like, that was the plan for Tacoma Defiance or S2 to really... Uh, really compete and be a uh, just an amazing uh, presence and and go for the championship in USL and and all of that, but it just doesn't. I just like not seeing it materialize makes me wonder if that was just lip service from Garth. And I'm not asking you to say no or yes, but I mean that's just that's what it feels like. I mean, uh, uh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not gonna say it's completely true, mm -hmm. uh, but at the same time. And this is something that I've dealt with a lot because, you know, I do a couple of radio shows outside of Washington. Of course. And there are other uh, states that take USL very seriously. 
and they're saying, well, you know, they're, it's disappointing that they're using this team in that manner. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, well, you know what? There's no relegation. There's no way to bump up a team. Uh, so they're essentially using this the same way the Mariners would use their Rainiers. It's just to benefit the first team. However, I do realize that you got a new stadium. Mm-hmm. You want people to come oh, out. Yeah. You, 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 you're having people price those tickets. So you want to elevate that. Uh, level of play, mm-hmm. uh, so so I see both ways, b- both sides of the coin here. When when you when you go to a Rainiers game, you're not really you want the team to win, but you don't expect the team to win necessarily. It is minor league, it is training, and that is what that team is generally for. It's a farm team, right? USL isn't like that all Correct. over the place. A third of Absolutely. the teams are farm teams. Some of them are really competitive locally, and some of them aren't even like they don't feed other teams at all. Exactly, and they're just exactly. like amateur. Pro, I mean, not amateur, but they're they're just pro teams that that have great players. And uh, and and Sacramento is one of them. So I don't want to beat this to death, but um, it just it it seems that it's not. It, it, there's a, there's not a continuity there, and so my concern is, of course, if uh, if Sounders start uh, doing open cup play, and like they did in CCL last year, start playing these kids against um, even even other USL teams in open cup, what does that look like? Are we actually going to be successful in those matches? Uh, well, open cup is different, right? Because I mean, in yep. up, in, in open cup, I think that you will have more of an alternative team. You'll see a lot of the Saad and uh, Alex Rodans and uh, Jonathan Campbell, mm-hmm. Roman Torres is out there, so that would definitely give you a better chance. And, and quite honestly, I mean, there are those players like Christian Roldan and uh, Nico Lodero that are those Energizer bunnies that got no stop, and you will be able to play them. <laughs> You know, in, in a couple of matches, right? So uh, I think that would be taken differently by uh, Garth and Brian. I mean, honestly, I, I could really say that he, he does not want to let that open cup pass by him. Uh, so I think that'd be different. But Tacoma Defiance is at this moment maybe struggling a bit because of so many things that are going on at one time. Yeah, and to make 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 it very clear, Tacoma Defiance is not eligible to play uh, in the U.S. Open Cup. Correct. Yeah, we can loan some players up or sign yeah. them on short-term contracts, too, mm-hmm. right. like we've done in the past. But the team itself, because it's wholly controlled by an MLS team, is not eligible. Yeah, and you probably see a, a couple of players definitely coming up, playing with those uh, you know, bench players or those players that are not normally getting a lot of minutes. Um, so, so I think it'd be a good balance, and, and quite honestly, I feel like, you know, it'd be a competitive team. And you know, now, it, you know, that Tacoma Defiance also gives you the opportunity to uh, bring in uh, these kids like Danny Leva, who we just signed, youngest mm-hmm. player in franchise history. You know, 15 year old, uh, got a contract till 2022 with an option for 2023 because you see that potential. He's 5'10", at 15 years old, very poised on the ball. Uh, has uh, over 80% of his passes accuracy-wise in the minutes he spent with the Tacoma Defiance. Um, so b- because you have that a place like Tacoma where you can develop and say, hey, if you come with us, you're going to get USL time, you're also able to get all these players to come to your side as well. So how long until uh, uh, um, Ocampo Chavez gets a gets a gets a signing up top? I, th- I think that's a difficult one. <laughs> I... I, I, I He's he's gonna get signed. I mean, I don't I don't see why they don't sign sure. him. Just just to get him the roster. You know, if we have these open roster spots, just just like hey, let's sign you, even if it isn't, you know, six 
figures. It could be high five figures. Yeah, maybe. I mean, if we saw the Andy Cravens and the you yeah. know Alex Andersons, why not Ocampo, a player that's young that mm-hmm. has the nose for goal. Oh I mean, God. you saw him make that cut against River Plate today. and that touch, you know, hat trick today. So he has that ability to score. Uh, I really do think that uh, you know he's a player that could eventually, maybe in a year, to be up there. It's just that the target position typically is where you want your TAM and your DP players. Yeah. But hey, why not just sign him up and and have him there for the taking? Worst ca- worst case scenario is he gets uh, he gets a lot of publicity, he gets a lot of exposure, and then if he wants to, you know, advance his career and join a. Uh, I don't know, well, an academy or or a, a, a B team for, you know, a European team or South American, and then he can do that. I just Absolutely. want to paint you a quick picture of what's going on. Every time one of us talks, the other two of us are, are diving underneath the table to eat <laughs> and not crunch <laughs> on the microphone. So so when uh, when Steve talks really long, and uh, Nico and I are, are bending to the left and to the right yeah. to try not to crunch on my... Yeah, yeah, you went to the bathroom on one of my monologues, I think. I went to the bathroom here at the table. <laughs> and then I, I was also watching uh, my, my, my childhood team, Nacional, just scored against Patriotas, so we got the game back here. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, any, yeah. Anyhow, uh, but yeah, so uh, I, you know, I think those are things that... Uh, Garth Lagerway, you know, we we're just talking about him, and I know that there's a lot of people who continue to, you know, have, you know, uh, mixed feelings about Questions. about him. You know, Questions, that's uh, all. Yeah. I mean, we know he's a good manager of teams. Mm-hmm. We, we, you know, we... <sighs> so, Garth, let me paint, paint another picture for you. Garth, yeah, yeah. Garth is really good at what he does, but he doesn't appear to be that... I mean, I, I have not met the guy other than a couple of seconds here and there. Uh, he doesn't know who I am. Let's hope not. Uh, he <laughs> doesn't seem like the kind of guy that will, you know, that will greet you with a genuine bear hug and, and like get all touchy feely and emotional, and sit down with you and, and and just know you on a on a on a personal personal level. He want it seems like he wants to distance himself and keep everything on the professional level so that it's business, it's business. If I have to cut you or have to trade you, you know, yeah, I, I, I mean, he's an executive. Gonna, yeah, that that's. And then he, I think he delegates the the touchy feely stuff to Schmetzer and, and to some of the other guys that that are there for. Are your, good at it. Your, yeah. Your, your, <laughs> you you, you <laughs> hit the nail right in the head, baby. Yeah. That is absolutely Garlagerway. He knows he has to be the bad guy at times. He's not afraid to do so. Uh, that's why he's so good at his job because he's all about the numbers. Um, I do think that he. I mean, he's a nice guy to us. You know, like when we come up, he's a great dude. You know, I. I, I he's always very polite. You know, he's a funny dude, too, you know, mm-hmm. to talk to. But I think at the end of the day, when it comes to business, it's business. Yeah. Uh, I think that he has done a great job developing the academy Whoa. and that b- those big figures into developing players. You see it every day. You see it in the academy where we are right now. So I think that that three-year plan is really showing up. We're, we're off to a hot start, best start in uh, franchise history. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, 20 uh, wins uh, two losses and three draws, or something yeah. like that, yeah. in the last twenty-five. Yeah. Minutes, yeah. Twenty-five. Well, I think we were there was an, there was a stat that was put up on online. I think twenty-three and five, and something last twenty. You know, Jesus, we're on like a. If this if this was over the course of a, a season, this would have been like a 70, 72, 73 point, you know, season. This is this is a total shield. If we could take the last rolling, you know, twenty-five. Sure, games or and, and that's games. and that's well and good. And we we had great performance last year, and that was definitely to be expected in that second half. We definitely overperformed. I don't think we've overperformed in the first six matches here so far. 
uh, because our our schedule hasn't been that strong. Um, we're, I think LAFC is probably going to be our first big test. And you know the only reason that they lost against Vancouver last week was because they were playing their starters uh, up top to attack while uh, Vancouver was parking the bus and they played a lot of defenders and Vancouver got them on the counter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So they're, they were, I'm sorry, they're playing second string defenders in the back and, uh, and Vancouver got them on the counter. Yeah, we, we definitely have not shown perfect soccer. I think it's sure. been good. We've gotten results and they see it. They're not, they're not content. I think we spoke, one of you guys asked me, you know, uh, where are we at? What do we think that we are at a top level or we think that we, are we satisfied? No. Brian isn't. The players aren't. I spoke to Nicoladero today, and although he sees this game as any other game, he doesn't want people to think that they're going into LAFC thinking that they're this is it. This is the big game. No, nope. it, it's a game just like every other game. It is yep. important. Yep. It could be used as a uh, benchmark of where we Inflection are. Inflection point, right? Right. Yeah. Yep. But at the end of the day, the team still believes that they're on the right path to. Uh, to a good team. Uh, I think that there has been uh, deficiencies defensively. I mean, you saw Kim Kihi and Chad Marshall on that first goal against Toronto to just uh. ball watching. To, I mean, just literally just oh. sitting down and, and that's watching happening the replay. You see Josie. Yeah. You see Josie like point, like, hey, back post, back post, and then nothing. He took a couple steps and then pulled, you know, recirculated his run. The mm-hmm. back post, back post. Uh-huh. And then I can't remember the dude's name, but he flicked the ball. You know, Pozuelo. Pozuelo. But they're watching him. They're watching Pozuelo, just, just watching him just make this this pass. And, you know, Kim Ki, he's is marking nobody. Chad is just literally unaware of that run hitter. And then Brad Smith, too. I mean, everybody. Brad Smith should have said, hey, behind you. I mean, and, and you got to yeah, tuck he inside. Did, he right? knows he's there, but he didn't even look over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. It, looked, uh, it was like five seconds where, I don't know, everyone was so worried about Pozuelo that they forgot. Forgot about Josie. And, and we've seen those <laughs> issues in Chicago. We've seen those issues in that 1-0 against RSL yeah. when we were just very lucky that Savarino was having an off day and yeah. just could not put it in. So that's where you got to really see it is defensively tracking back. Uh, the lines are too far apart at times. Uh, so that's where you can maybe fix it up a little bit. So is that because we're putting those two defenders forward? Sure. I mean, you, I mean, the more numbers you add on the attack, the least you have down down low, right? Yep. And there's going to be open spots, and you are working off of whatever Christian and Gustav are, you know, doing in that midfield. Yeah. So, so it's tough to play, but I think that it's easier to fix things when you're winning than the opposite. How do you think uh, Brad and Leardom are are are, um, are doing in those kind of uh, you know forward defensive winger roles? Oh, and I think they love it. Yeah, I think they love it. And I think Brad Smith, to, for me, especially has been fantastic. Yeah. And uh, uh, ever since he got here, I thought that he won that position because of his delivery in the final third, the ability to really know, really look, and place the ball where you want it. Know when to. Uh, pass it down low, when to uh, curve it inside. I mean, th- th- there are so many ways that you can deliver the ball, and he has it all. He has the whole package when it comes to that final third, that final decision. Yes, he gets cut up at times, but that is any great left back or full back that, that, that gets up that high that is going to get cut up at times. Are we going to be able to hang on to him I really uh, after so. the summer window? I really hope so. I don't know what it would be. I don't know if he'd be a time-level player or not, but he is a, a very good, very young, uh, a player that understands what he needs to do and who plays well on that left side. I mean, him and Victor Rodriguez have a great 
chemistry. I mean, it's one, oh, two. Yeah. I know where you are. You know where I am. You know when to make that run behind the defender. You know when to tuck inside. I mean, it's great. So I really hope that we can keep them. And you can really tell when they don't connect that they really expected to, right? They, oh, yeah. they know what they're doing. Absolutely. It's it's amazing to watch those guys. Yes. So I, I think that's special. And that's another one. That's another player that was brought in by, you know, Chris and, and Garth and, and this whole, you know, Sean Henderson, who's also, you know, the director of scouting and all that, yeah. you know, all, all this, this team that's behind uh, the organization that are bringing all these great players. So what do you think, um, and I want to cut you off, Tim. Okay. I wasn't talking. Um, so coming up to uh, coming up to LAFC, what do we think our uh, lineup is going to be? I, What's going to change? I'm Are assuming we... it's our, our best 11. The okay. same, same 11 we've played for the first three so games. So back to front for those As long as everybody's healthy, I'm looking at, at home. Nico. Is everyone, you think everyone's going to be healthy? Yes. You right. think uh, the contusion uh, with uh, heel uh, the heel bruise? I think he's healed. For Rui Diaz, um, you think he's he, good? Is he training? I think he, yeah, he's definitely training. Okay. Training full, training full on Wednesday. No practice today, but uh, I do know that... He was feeling some soreness, but mm-hmm. he's a lot better. And I think he'd be ready for Saturday. However, I don't know what what they're going to do. I mean, are they going to maybe play it safe away and then just stay strong at home? Uh, or are they going to just go ahead and play the starting 11, then bring an alternative team on Wednesday, and then uh, go with the starting 11 again the weekend after that? Uh, so that, that's the only question. I if if it were my druthers, I say yes. Starting eleven at LA, best you can, and then at home Wednesday, um, you know, give you're giving Bruin an extra week to, to kind of heal his hammy. Sure. If, if whether that's even an issue, I mean, he came off with the the, the tightness, but hopefully that's just nothing. Maybe that's just an ice pack. And yeah, I spoke to him yesterday. He had no ice pack. Uh, he seemed good and healthy. He said it was like his first muscle injury ever uh <laughs> that's what happens interesting, he's, right? he's got a kid now uh, <laughs> and he's getting up there so you know it, it, it's i think he'll be okay by wednesday yes yeah. you know hopefully raul yeah. can play at uh, lafc i i'm yeah i'm just looking at it and and i i would much rather play the strongest 11 at la uh and then you know if at we have to LA. huh both home and away, LA. At both both of those matches, and which means on Wednesday that maybe the team that played the Sacramento home. Republic, <clears throat> exactly the <laughs> team that played the Sacramento Republic, and maybe we drop one, maybe we draw at oh, home, okay. and and I'm okay with that in this instance because well, we're saying, talking about. So on you, what? Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I think you were, you were saying uh, that basically our spine, if we can keep yeah. them for San Jose, would be exactly Fry. Um, well, probably Kim Kihi, mm-hmm. Roland Torres for that one, if not L.A. Um, and then either Roldan or Ladero, not both. Maybe both. Maybe both. And then uh, and then that's it. So I who mean, are, who are, the question is then who are we resting on Wednesday so we can play again on Sunday? I'll, I'll tell you right now. I mean, on Chad Wednesday, you, you, Chad Martin's sitting. I think Brad Smith's sitting. Uh-huh. Um, Victor Rodriguez is definitely sitting. Uh, maybe Gustav Benson, my said, and uh, Jordan Morris. Okay, so you need, to, you need to write Jordan Morris. Are we expecting to see uh, some minutes out of Hantwala? Uh, uh, are we expecting to see some minutes finally you should, but out of Delem? But Brian is really set on Harry. Uh, he okay. really likes him. So Aerodinho. Harry. So Harry on one side, and then Wingo on the other. Or are we, or you want to put Roldan at right mid at this point? Yeah, I think I think you might, you might see the other Roldan. You might see Alex up there. I know. 
No, but uh, oh, th- 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 I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna basically. That's more of like contemplation, not like oh, oh no. <laughs> I expect the team that should have played in Colorado when the game was postponed. So uh, you're gonna get Chad in. Uh, you're gonna get uh, Stefan on goal. You're gonna get uh, uh, Saad, um, Kim, Torres. Oh, Saad. Uh, no, uh, Nuhu. Uh, I think in the middle you'll get uh, Christian, uh, Roldan, and uh, maybe a Delem. Uh, in the band of three, you'll get Alex Roldan on the right, Nico in the middle, uh, with uh, Ship on the left, and then up top you get, you know, Bruin. But since Bruin's not healthy, well, hopefully he'll be healthy by then, then you get Bruin up there. Mm. And that's an issue. So, I mean, you, you saw what happened when Bruin got, got hurt. They had to pull yeah. him off. You ended up playing with Nico as a, as a fake nine. I don't know how you call it in English, yeah. but, you know. He yeah. said on Saunders Weekly he was feeling pretty good. Um, and... So, I, you know, I, I think we would expect him to play at least two out of those three is, or I'm sorry, at least one out of those three, right? If, uh, if, 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 if we find out that Rudiaz is healthy, but we're also very comfortable with him in the 18 if something un, un, unwieldy happens, right? Um, I'm, I'm interested in what you said about Wingo. I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Haroldinho versus uh, Hendwala. What do you see as the as the, the the performance differential there? What is is it just a preference from the management yeah, standpoint, or is vision it, wise? I think okay. they, they like Ship's vision, uh, his ability to maybe play more central and open up that lane for you know if he plays on the left side for uh, Nuhu to get him pulled through. Um, he could be another creator, another guy who can associate himself with um, Nico the way. Victor would. Mm-hmm. So I think it's that vision, that mental, the te- technical part of it, not so much the athletic side. Okay, that's fair enough. Uh, so what's next, Tim? Are you still eating empanadas? <laughs> Are you not getting in here, bud? I'm not eating. No, I'm, I'm, no? I'm good. I, all right, well, I guess plenty. I'm on it. Ah, this is all me. All right, um, one thing I want to mention, um, I'll start from here, that uh, the Tacoma Stars made the playoffs. They, they kind of backed in. The, the Ontario <clears throat> lost to the Montreal Flash, I believe. So the uh, the Tacoma Stars play this Friday, Friday night. So by the time this comes out, we may have played a match. If not, go ahead, get your game tickets. Friday night, show where Tacoma Stars versus uh, San Diego Landon Donovans. The San Diego Landon Donovans. How's he playing? I haven't seen him play. I mean, okay. I, 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 I try to stream the games, but it's not really... Uh, it's not really conducive. I don't get to watch a whole lot. I fast forward to the goals. Um, Fair enough. The way the playoff system works, uh, there are four teams where I think it's like quarterfinals maybe. Um, it's a home and away. So we play here first, and then they play the second leg in San Diego. And then if it's not totally decided, like if we win one, they win one, then we play like two 15-minute overtimes to decide the third goal. It's like a mini game. So. Oh, yeah, and then they've got the 15-minute yeah, mini games that yeah. somebody was talking about. I think right. Kimsey was talking about that. So, uh, by the time you listen to this, we may have uh, may have won uh, the first round. If not, get down there. You can watch. Uh, go to go to TacomaStars.com, and uh, you can always find a link there or find it on YouTube. Yeah, and uh, I mean, if we could uh, move on to maybe some rumor talk, Brian Fernandez that would be kind great. of a of a hot thing right now uh, to a very poor, very bad uh, Timbers Where's side. Where's Fernandez at right now? Uh, Fernandez Nicaxa. Okay. Uh, I actually uh, try to co- uh, try to talk to uh, uh, Vasquez, the sporting director, 
have not been able to get in contact with him. I also uh, tried talking to Christian, um, which is the agent of um, Fernandez, but he's kind of a big shot. He's Amarone's agent as well. He has some pretty big time players, so uh, it's not been as easy to get a hold of somebody like that. They typically ignore you a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm down to like message number four. Uh, but it sounds very real. I've uh, talked to a couple of uh, contacts down in Mexico, and it sounds like it's happening. That is basically a done deal. It's already uh, been set into terms. So it looks like it could happen. He's a very good striker, Argentine. Shocker. He, he could be uh, of quality of national team, but I've heard he had some issues with substances or doping or something like nice. that at some point bum, 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 bum. Um, and that's why he, he hasn't gotten that shot uh, but he's a young player man so we'll, we'll see uh, how he ends up setting up to this MLS life how old is he 20 Low, I don't know early 20s yeah no I want to say I want to say his late 20s actually oh. let me let me go ahead and get that free while you guys talk it up well, now, how how do, how do your communications work do you get phone numbers and leave voicemails do you Everything Email, is done through tweet, WhatsApp. Smoke signal, WhatsApp, yep. WhatsApp. If you don't got WhatsApp, go ahead and get it. I mean that—that's the way the this world moves, and I'm talking about this world by everybody, yeah. owners. Apparently not me. Uh, sporting directors, agents. Uh, does Garth everything. have a WhatsApp? He's 24. Yes, he does. <laughs> no, no, he does. Uh, yeah, so he uh, could probably reach out to those guys. <laughs> but you need to have their number. You know? <laughs> oh. uh, I'm about so, to get it. So he's 20. He's 24. He's 24. He's 24. How about Alex Caulfield? I didn't get that guy to call me back. Hey, girl. <laughs> Good luck with that. That's my. I love my guy Alex, but man, when you get in that, in that yeah. man's bad side, it's like, wah pow. Well, are we on his bad side? Uh, well, well, oh, I don't know. I'm uh, <laughs> oh, Nico Moreno oh, spilling the tea. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> maybe, re- maybe if we bring in some I, empanadas. I really, I really don't know. I, I'm talking in the points of people who, who I deal with who typically are like, whenever there's a sounder story, I get a call and they're like, hey, Nico. Could you try to get this guy and that guy and stuff? And I was like, I don't think Alex really, you know, I don't think I buy it with Alex. So I'm like, oh, man, you know, just got to just give him a call. I was like, no, I've tried. So well, that, that's what I'm saying. What I you know need you to do. had anything with it. No. Well, we, we had a conversation, basically. You know, for those that have just come to the show, we did a we did a show with Stephen Fry, and we didn't ask for permission. Oh, I remember. Yes, you did. It was a great that. show. Everybody had a good time. But it was one of those things where we kind of said, hey, thanks for letting us do this. And we're like, wait, what? Who? What? You did what now? And and, and and I think we got that resolved. We had a conversation with the front office about a thing or two. That's a guy and, that's and long then, gone now. I think he's with another team. Yeah. He? Yeah. I forgot what his was name. his name. Insignificant. Yeah, yeah exactly. Don't care. Uh, <laughs> but but new guy, Alex Caulfield, you know, uh, he, he talked with us and said, you know, hey, if you want to do something, just reach out. We'll figure it Absolutely. out. We'll, we'll make it happen. Uh, reached out uh, regarding uh, another, you know, another Sounders uh, a person <clears throat> that that works related to the organization, and just had a little bit of a difficult time kind of connecting with them. Uh, you know, when you do something over email, tone is missed, and so I may have stepped on my dick somewhere along the line, and and so. You well, know, we Alex, com- if you're listening, we love you. Love to talk to we you. We had a phone call with him, and he's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was, but that was yeah. a year and a half ago, and, and, and then he, I got he's sick. He's a busy guy, too, yeah. guys. I mean, I'm telling you, you, you got to try to, uh, you know, reach I'll him a couple up, ways. Face-to-face. I think Matt, Matt Winters is the guy you might want to talk yeah. to. He's uh, probably the guy that takes a lot of the calls. Oh. Uh, Alex is uh, very involved in, in with the players and, yeah. and, and other things, uh, TV and, and, you know, the, the ESPNs. And all. He's got a lot going on. Uh, but he's a very nice guy. However, I, I am that guy that I. I will let him know before I do anything. Even if it's a scoop, even if it's something, 
I'm giving him a call. So you told him you were coming on this show with, with us. Oh, no, no, no. He, 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 he doesn't care about what I do. He cares what the players do. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I mean, if I hear something, you know, I'm typically letting him know. Or, you know, even I'm very good friends with a lot of the players. Uh, sometimes you don't want to overset that boundary. Sometimes I'll take a phone call from another show. I wouldn't even get those guys on the phone <laughs> because I haven't talked to Alex, you know? So you always want to have right, a relationship right. with him. Yeah, you don't want to burn that bridge. Yep. So maybe I'll send him a fruit basket or something like that. Some empanadas. So at Some the end donkey. of the day, uh, this is the end of the day. And I uh, just want to uh, do another shout out to Luis Panes Empanadas here in South Tacoma, 5640 South Tacoma Way. As Nico said, if you come here and buy an empanada, snap a pic, uh, tag him, um, tag El Rolo, El Rolo NW That's right. uh, at, on Twitter, and of course, tag the Flounders B team. We'd really appreciate that. Oh, yeah. And he, if you do that, he will, if you're the first person to do that, is that what That's you want right. to do? That's right, and you have to tag both, actually. Tag you both. you got to tag both. Flounders B team, And then I will El get Rolo. you a Roman Torres signed item. Yeah, signed item from Roman Torres. So, here we go. Uh, what do you got? I'm not. I'm. I'm just looking for something. So you go ahead. You're making symbols. Uh, don't signals. End yet. Don't end yet. I'm not going. Not ending yet. But I am going. Do you have something to add to the show? No. Because I'm going to roll. A joke. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to find out who the New York Red Bulls next. Uh, Team was and I see he's going to have helmets for the fans in the front row. <laughs> oh my God, Takuga Mara has been such a disappointment. I I was so high on him. I really liked him. He's actually a, a good player technically, but as a person, just crappy. Dude. After the whole America thing fell through yeah. and all the shenanigans behind doors, and now he goes and hits some random person in the face. Come on, Kaku. Well, I get, get it together. It's better. not that big of a. They're in New England, so he's got no fans to hit. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> well, one side of the field. So, uh, of course, uh, Channel 2, or I'm sorry, uh, the Flounders B team is a production of Channel 253 Enterprises. Uh, no, Channel 2, it's Enterprises? Where did that come from? You're, you're so you're so flustered because I'm not putting my hands all over. You're expecting the goat stream. I'm, I'm expecting the goat stream, so I'm going really fast. Like, ah! And his, it, the hands are clear. So. Flounders B Team is a production of Channel 253, and we want to tell you about a... <laughs> now he's miming the goat scream. Um, we want to tell you about an upcoming event. What you need to do is go to channel253.com, click on membership, and join. Because if you join for just $4 a month, we've got a special members-only uh, presentation coming up on May 6th here in Tacoma can't tell you everything about it just yet but it's going to be absolutely fantastic and you will be very happy that you uh joined uh, channel 253 so what is channel 253 we are a podcast network focused in tacoma uh and we have a number of podcasts including move to tacoma the nerd farmer podcast citizen tacoma all about civics in this city interchangeable white ladies podcast talking about privilege um we have also the Flounders B-Team podcast, Crossing Division, talking about privilege and all kinds of fun stuff, uh, and some of the social divisions right here in Tacoma. We Art Tacoma, where Eric Hanberg sits down and talks to Tacoma artists, and more shows, really cool stuff like Taco Man. Empanada Man. Empanada Man. Uh, just, we're, we're, we're always looking for more content. We're always trying to share really cool stuff. All of, uh, uh, at least one host from every show is going to be at that event on May 6th. So join Channel 253 and have a great time. Uh, just $4 a month. 
uh, special content from a lot of these podcasts and special events and, and really just supporting independent media here in Tacoma. Once again, such a great thank you to Luis Panes Empanadas. This place is banging. Uh, come on down and check it out here in Tacoma. Uh, I am Steve. I'm Tim Hamilton. And I am Nico El Rolo NW, baby. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show once again. You're one of our favorite guests. And uh, with that, this is the Flounders B Team, and we are out of here. You, you. This is Channel 253.